It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. Coming to you from the heart of Silicon Valley, this is CUDA Confidential, the official podcast of the San Jose Barracuda, AHL affiliate of the San Jose Sharks. Now, here's your host, Nick Nolenberger. Hello, Barracuda fans, and welcome to another edition of CUDA Confidential. Each month throughout the 2022-23 season, we've conducted live Q&A interviews inside Calder Sports Bar following a Barracuda game. In this edition, we'll be joined by Barracuda forward William Eklund. This interview is presented by 99Brand. This interview is presented by 99Brand, but uh, first of all, let's give it up for William Eklund for joining us. Well, I appreciate you scoring twice in the third. Um, I was thinking as you buried those two goals, I said to myself, this is going to be a, this be a much more enjoyable post-game Q&A. But uh, tough loss in the end, but you guys earned a point that's one of the very best teams, if not the best team in the league. So just give us kind of your initial thoughts of how tonight went. And, and that third period, you started to feel it, obviously, and you had the two goals. Yeah, obviously, we're in a big need of point right now. And, you know, before that third period, we, we just, like, look at the challenge we needed. Need to do something, so I think we got up in a in a good start there in the third, and you know, uh, well, we didn't get the two points, but at least we go go home with one point. The overall vibe of this team, and it's been a little bit of a, a tough stretch just from a, a wins loss standpoint, but there hasn't been any sort of wavering in terms of the, I would say, the positive attitude in in, in the room and, and the approach from the guys. Describe it to us this room and just how close you are because it seems like everybody enjoys being around each other a lot of you guys are a similar age what's the dynamic in the room and, and just kind of the relationships that have been built this year yeah i think it's been good you know we had a obviously a lot, a lot of young guys and you know we we're just trying to learn from those from the older guys and in 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 that way you know uh, learn how to be a pro and you know like you expect that sometimes we got to lose games we have a lot of rookies and stuff who's learning here and trying to develop the game so we're just trying to learn of the old guys and just become better players. What have you made of your first full season here in California? You spent a little bit of time last year in training camp in the nine games with the Sharks, but you are now a California resident on a full-time basis, obviously coming overseas from Sweden. So how has that transition been? What have you made of your time now in the Bay Area? Yeah, obviously the weather is, is way better here uh, in Sweden. <laughs> so that's one thing. I'm trying to you know work on my tan a little bit more now from the spring. Uh, but. But obviously, yeah, it's it's been a good good first year for me here. You know, learned a lot of things and how how to live by myself here, like nine nine hours different. So, you know, uh, learning more and more every day. How's the cooking coming along now that you don't have help from from the parentals? Yeah, yeah it's it's been okay. You know, I'm not a big <laughs> big chef, but uh, my mom actually was over and made a lot of dishes for me, and you know, I had a lot in the freezer. So, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with that. Uh, it, it's been okay. Uh, I'm 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 still. Still a big fan of Chipotle. <laughs> Aren't we all? This interview is not presented by Chipotle, but... Uh, yeah, I wish. What, is the biggest, what has been the biggest cultural difference for you coming from Sweden and now in the U.S.? Yeah, it's, it's, it's obviously different. Uh, you know, it's, it's a big sport here in the U.S.A. And, uh, 
you know, uh, this ring too. It's a, it's a smaller rink that I'm used to in Sweden, and just trying to adapt to that and become a better player in that way. What's the biggest thing that you miss about home, not including your mom? Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, the food. I would say, like, I'm, I'm a lot, like, I'm a lot of fan of the Swedish food, and uh, trying to go, go to IKEA sometimes and get a Swedish meatball. So, that's a, that's a big thing I'm, I'm, I'm missing too. Do you sometimes just go in there and just see the colors, and it makes you feel like, like you're home a little bit? Yeah, you know, every time I drive through, like, drive by IKEA, I just like, some, I just have to go in there, you know, buy some, maybe some chocolate and stuff like that. But yeah. I, I love it. What's the, the number one dish that you requested from your mom when she was visiting? Oh, meatballs, 100%. Meatballs. <laughs> that, that's too easy. Going back to the early stages of your career, you, you played for, for your garden in the SHL for the last couple of years. Your dad played for your garden. It's, it's in the family. But who was the player that you idolized as a young kid and looked up to, wanted to be when you got older? Yeah, I think Pavel Datsuk was a guy I always looked at. And, you know, try to, to look what he was doing. And, uh, you know, as a young kid, you just trying to look at those great players. But he was also, like, really good, like, skill-wise, stick handling and all those. He tried those new moves every day. So uh, that was a guy I idolized. What about his game have you kind of tried to pull into your own? I think the, you know, uh, breakout and break-ins, you know, always trying to enter in possession of the park, not, not just trying to dump the puck. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm a player that's... That's benefits of having the puck, and in that way, like Pavel Datsuk, I'm trying to see what he did, and you know, try to to make that into my game too. Who would you say is a current? And we'd love if you turned into Pavel Datsuk. I think every Sharks fan would be very happy with that. Who's a current NHLer that you look at and say, I think there's some comparables between my game and maybe his? I, I try to look at. I heard that too. Like, um, and I try to look at Matthew Barsal, and uh, you know, in, in his skating ability and those quick turns and stuff. I, I'm trying to do, you know, try to work on that every day. And like to like to watch his game. He's a, he's a good playmaker and I love his, his, his playing style. So that's what I'm trying to look at. We talked to, to Thomas Bortle about this a little bit. He kind of grew up in the locker room when his dad was playing as a young kid, playing over in Switzerland. Was that kind of a little bit of your childhood as well? Were you spending time in the locker room and were you always involved in hockey? Was this just something and a path, I guess, that was set for you long before you really started playing or fell in love with the game? Yeah, I would say so too. You know, after pretty much every game, you were in the locker room. And, you know, you, you, in that way, you saw a lot of guys and a lot of professionals and that you also idolized, you know. Uh, and, you know, see those guys every day and see how they acted. You know, as you got a little older, you all like looked at them and what it, what they did. And you know, uh, my dad and mom has always been good to me. You know, bringing me to the locker room to make me see that that thing. So I appreciate that. As a young kid, were you watching NHL games, or was it more of YouTube clips or, or something along those lines? Were you able to watch a lot of NHL games? As much as I could. You know, it's it's a big time difference and stuff like that. But a lot of YouTube clips, I would say. Yeah. You know, I obviously watched a lot of my dad's game, pretty much everyone. So uh, that became a big thing for me. I became a big fan of that of that team in Sweden. So yeah, I watched a couple of games. Was that always a dream of yours to play for your garden and, and follow your dad's footsteps? Yeah, hundred percent. It was. I would say that was that was a, my second biggest dream after playing in NHL. When did the NHL dream come into focus in terms of you really recognizing that you had a chance to play at that level? When when did that come to be for you when you realized that? I think when I first came out the men's team in, in the SHL and you know I, I tried to you know I, I saw it was 
went pretty good from the start. I got a lot of opportunities and like that, like that too. I got to see a lot of good players like Jacob Josephson is playing in NHL and stuff, and guys like that. And you know, played in the same line with him and stuff. Like he learned me a lot of things how he is to be around here. So around that time, I, I think it was like, yeah, I kind of got the feeling a little bit. You played as a teenager in the SHL. It's a it's an adult professional hockey league, considered one of the real premier leagues internationally. What was the biggest adjustment to playing in that league? And have there been similar adjustments for you coming over to North America and embarking now on your pro career with the Sharks organization? Yeah, like obviously, if you when you come up to that league, you you immensely you know that every like mistake you do, you, you gotta like you gotta pay for it. So I learned that quick that you. You know, uh, you gotta learn from your mistakes every day, and just trying to be better, and better, and get more confident, not making those mistakes. And same there, I learned a lot from those older players. I want to go back to your draft year, 2021. You're projected to be an early first-round draft pick. Were the Sharks on your radar? Were you speaking to any any guys like a, a Shin Larson, a Sharks director of scouting over in Europe? Was there anybody that you were in contact with with the Sharks, and was it? A surprise they drafted you, or was that something that you maybe thought could happen? Uh, yeah, I, I, I talked to them uh, a lot during that time, and you know had a, had a good feeling how how the organization was and what they wanted. So and I wasn't well, wouldn't say I wasn't surprised, but I was happy to to be drafted here. I remember we spoke as soon as you were drafted, and it was really really late, maybe really early back home. What do you remember about draft day? Did you receive a call? Did you see it on TV? What, what do you remember about that day? Just a happy day overall, you know. Uh, obviously, a happy day for my family. My friends were there, and you know, uh, everybody got to could see what I I've been working for. And you know, I gotta gotta thank my mom and dad too. They, they gave me the opportunity uh, to you know drive me to practice every day and stuff like that. So uh, I appreciate having them around, and it was a it was a happy day for me. Well, earlier this year, uh, back in January, we were on the road in San Diego. And I think it was Brandon Coe who took a check in the neutral zone in San Diego, and you ended up dropping the gloves for your, your first pro fight in, in the American Hockey League. What got India, I guess, is the question. What kind of prompted that? And is that something that you thought in the back of your mind? I got to get one out of the way. Yeah, you know, I'm obviously not the biggest fighter. Uh, but, but, you know, if you see a guy going down, I'm, I'm going to step in there. And, you know, if it's, it's, if it's my turn, you have to do those stuff. And... You know, he he's got to feel that he has my I have his back and he has my back. So I think that that creates a lot of team chemistry too. You were number seventy-two, kind of a unique number. Um, tell us why that is. Why number seventy-two? It's just it's not a funny story to be honest. It's just <laughs> I got got the number when I came up to the men's team in Europe, and I've kept it since that way. There was a suite, I think Tim Heed wore 72 prior, but uh, often they give young players higher numbers, and I think many thought probably that. You uh, were just given that number, but again, as you mentioned, you wore it, uh, wore it prior. This season, you're first again in North America. Uh, what have you made of the league and your role so far this year? Obviously, you have not played in the NHL, and I think that's been by design by the organization, wanting you to marinate along with the, the rest of the prospects. So what have you kind of went into this year? How has your approach been and your mentality this season? You know, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't happy with my last year, I would say, uh, with my ending. Uh, Obviously, wanted more of that, and just came into this with, year with the, you know, I had a good, good off season with my trainers at home, and I really wanted to make a big impact when I came over here, and I think I, I think I done pretty good in that way, and you know, I'm try, just try to adapt as quick as possible, and you know, all around the ice too, and just on the ice and trying, trying to bring the best every day. 
So we just had an all-star break. Uh, what you, would you get into? Um, and were you able to get away from the game a little bit? I went to Napa Valley, and uh, <laughs> I was, it was great. I'm going back to it. So, um, yeah, with my, me, my grandpa and my grandma. Uh, so it was great having them here, too. And they, they've been obviously a big, big part of my journey, too. So it was just a fun experience to be there and just have a couple of days off of hockey. This season, obviously, has been uh, – it's going quick now at this point. But uh, – Fill people in on what you like to do away from the rink when you're not playing. What are you doing for fun? Uh, I play a, play a lot of video games, uh, a lot of Fortnite, a lot of NHL, and yeah, different stuff. We have, have a couple guys in the team who loves that too. So we had a, usually have a, lot, a good squad jump on after, after the practices. So yeah, a lot of video games for sure. We asked you a little bit about home. We talked about some of the things that you that you missed. You mentioned that Chipotle is your one of your go-to meals. What has been, uh, you know, what what type what type of genre of food have you really liked since you've been out here? Is it Mexican food? Is it what, what type of food have you really liked that maybe you don't have back home? I would say the Mexican food, and it's been really good. <laughs> and uh, you know, like I'm feeling, uh, Chipotle obviously is one of them, and. A couple other good places, and you know I like sushi a lot too. So, yeah, those two I would say is my go-to. I, I, those are my go-to too. I think we should open it up to fans. You guys have been very patient, so I think we should let the fans ask some questions. So, I will come out to you, and we've got a couple people with their head up. So we'll just move laterally from left to right. Please say your name, and then you can ask William your question. Uh, my name is Everett. Um, I just want to know what it's like playing with guys like Logan Couture, Tomas Hurdle, and what did you learn from them while you were up there for the nine games you played? Yeah, I would say it's, uh, you know, those guys, true professionals, of course, and, you know, guys that's all those young guys trying to, to look up to and always, obviously trying to adapt to their game too and trying to learn, you know, they have a big voice in the locker room and just, you know, trying to be better every day and I, I really appreciate those guys too. My name's Eric. Um, so when you're in the SHL, you averaged about like 1.3, 1.4 shots a game. Um, but this year, you've gone up to like 2.3, 2.4. Has that been something you've kind of focused on in your development? Or would you say, in addition to that, it's also something of how the different leagues play? Yeah, first of all, love that shirt. Uh, and second of all, it was, yeah, obviously that was, that was the thing that all the organization was telling me, that they wanted me to shoot more and in order to score more goals. So I, I've taken that to my off-season this summer and, you know, been working a lot on my shot and, you know, uh, just trying to shoot more every single game. Uh, my name is Angela. My question is, uh, what's your Chipotle order? Uh, white rice. I go with chicken and those, like, what do you call it? Onions and stuff. Those, uh, grilled onions and stuff. Sometimes I mix in some queso in there. Uh, pico de gallo. The red one, but not that much, because it's, it's spicy. Uh, and then uh, I go with the sour cream, cheese, and lettuce. Uh, so when you're at the training camp, everyone was kind of like the new guy. Um, well, my name's Tyler, but um, everyone's the new guy. Um, so who was like your first friend that you made there at the camp? Uh, my, f my first friend? Oh. Good question. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I would say, you know, me and... Uh, I had a lot of guys who was there. Me and Tristan Robinson has always been been good guys. And Jasper Wedeby, who gets traded now, uh, he he's he's always been a 
they've always been a good guys for me. So, you know, we keep in touch every day. So we're we good. Uh, but uh, Tristan Roberts and me have been, been really good. And obviously Bordelow has always uh, also there. So it's been, it's been good, you know, uh, all around. And I uh, appreciate those guys too. Good question. What's your favorite nickname that you've ever been called? Uh, when Bernson gave me Gecko last year. <laughs> I like that one. Uh, my name is Lou. I go by Daddy, and this is my daughter. She's the one that shames all the player in the penalty box. <laughs> and uh, this is Charlie, and you gave her, this is her first game ever, and you flipped her a signed puck. So of course. I just wanted to say thank you for making her day. Yeah. No problem. Thank you. My name is Maddie, and sorry, <laughs> what's your favorite like tourist attraction or place to go in the Bay Area? Like just to hang out? Or? I would say. <laughs> That's a good one, but uh, I'll, I would say Santa Cruz, if you can say that. Yeah. Santa Cruz, I like It's a that. great answer. Yeah, it's a great one. It's good too. I love that too. Who has the biggest ego on the team? Blink twice if it's bending. That caught me off guard, to be honest. <laughs> um, oh, I have no clue, to be honest. That's, that's a tough one. They're all good guys. Yeah. No egos. Yeah, no egos. Um, my name is Melody. I just wanted to know what was it like transitioning from the SHL to the AHL in terms of leadership, and how did you transition that into your offensive game? Uh, I would say, you know, in... in in SHL, I obviously try to be a leader, but I, f I feel like last year I didn't succeed as well. And you know, I try to look at those guys who was who was leader, and uh, you know, try to adapt. And this year, I think that I'm, you know, been better at that and trying to, you know, bring that every day. All right, I'm Kelsey. Uh, this is kind of like a two-way question, I guess. First, are you Xbox, PlayStation, computer, or PlayStation? Okay. And then, do you play any battle royales, or are you just doing like? NHL, uh, Fortnite, okay. play a lot of Fortnite, and NHL too. Do you play with yourself in NHL? <laughs> no, actually not. <laughs> Hi, William. So my name is Jacob, and I'm a huge fan of you. Um, so um, my question was, uh, who's been your favorite team to play against so far? First of all, I appreciate that, and uh, my favorite team to play against. I think uh, uh, Tucson has been a good one. I am Helen. I'm actually the national anthem singer. But I wanted to ask you, I know that you've had Chipotle and you had Mexican food, but have you ever had lengua? Lengua? Yeah. Lengua is beef tongue. Beef tacos? Cow tongue. Cow tongue. What? No, I don't think no. so. <laughs> Would you try it if I brought you some? You yeah, yeah, of try course. It. Okay, next game. Yeah, yeah, of course. Hi, my name is Leia. Um, and I, since I don't live here, I usually follow the games on Twitter. And I know that your nickname is Lingonberry. And I wanted to know if that's actually an okay nickname or do you prefer Gecko? To be honest, I don't mind anything. Like, if it, that, that was a nickname that just come up. So, like, I don't mind that, uh, that nickname either. So, Gecko, Lingonberry, like, yeah, it's, it's good. Hey, I'm a Polinara. What's your workout routine? 
Uh, yeah, we just like I, I try to work out pretty much every, every day if I can, and uh, you know after games like this, uh, trying to get in some workouts and stuff. And uh, so, yeah, obviously it's more more of a workout and off ice practicing in the summers, but you know you're trying to stay in shape now too. So yeah, a little bit of everything. All right, guys. Well, great questions. Give it up for William. Presentation of San Jose Barracuda Hockey.